Welcome to the Radiant Life Podcast. I am your host, Tatiana Kuto, and I am a master mindset coach, and I'm obsessed with empowering you to live and create your best life possible. If you're looking to uplevel your mindset, life, happiness, and success, then you are in the right place. My goal with this podcast is to help you see the potential within yourself, to be able to break the limiting beliefs and habits that are holding you back, and to help you feel inspired to get clear with who you are in order to create the life you desire. Thank you so much for listening. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome to the Radiant Life Podcast. I am so excited to have you tuning in today. Today's episode is super special. I had the privilege to interview Christina Flack. Christina is not only a celebrity makeup artist, but also the founder and CEO of Pretty Girl Makeup. In today's interview, she shares her story, how she started this brand and has been able to become a successful entrepreneur, mother, while handling challenges in her life and how she chooses to have a positive outlook and mindset throughout it all. We also touch on overcoming grief and healing from it as she's experienced many losses in her life, losing her mother to cancer, her son, and her husband to sepsis. This woman has an amazing, remarkable life journey and story and message for you all, and I am so excited for you to be here listening today. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. All right. Hello and welcome to the Radiant Life Podcast. I'm so excited for today's episode. I have Christina Flack on here and she is a celebrity makeup artist and the founder and CEO of Pretty Girl Makeup. And she's had a roller coaster of a life journey, but she still is showing up as her best self to openly share her story to inspire all of you. So welcome. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you for having me. How are you today? I am doing good. How's your how's your week been going out in California? Good. Busy. It's a little chilly today. I mean, it's a little foggy. That's you know, San Francisco, so it's foggy. <laughs> yeah, I'm the complete opposite. It's like clear skies out here in Florida. Oh my and God, it's been beautiful so out. No, it's actually been warm this week. It was like seven. I was in downtown San Francisco yesterday with my sister-in-law doing a little Christmas shopping holiday lunch, and it was literally almost 70 degrees. And I was dressed for like winter. I had my sweater on and my boots and, you know, I I wanted it to be cold for Christmas and it it wasn't, but it was. (laughs) I think that's so funny because it's been 70 here in Florida and I'm like, oh my goodness, it's cold. It's cold to you. Yeah. I would have been like in a bikini. Oh, that's so funny. Well, I'm so excited to have you on here. So how I love having the the guests who um, on the show is why don't you just start off with telling us kind of a little bit more of yourself, what you do, how you got here. And then I have a ton of questions that I would love to ask you. Absolutely. So um, my name is Christina Flack. I am a celebrity makeup artist. I am the creator and CEO of Pretty Girl Makeup. I am a mother of five. Um, I am also, uh, I was married to Ken Flack. Uh, he sadly passed away almost four years ago from sepsis. So now I am also a sepsis awareness advocate. And then I don't even know how this happened, but it's kind of segued into me being a grief expert, which I never in a million years expected to be, but I believe in grieving in a positive way um, because I feel that our angels up in heaven would not like us to be just in dark morning gear, you know, garb, just crying and depressed. If I kind of imagine if I was looking down on 
my husband or my children and friends and saw them sad and miserable all the time and I couldn't comfort them. That would be really horrible to have to look down upon. So I feel that, you know, and everyone's different with their grief. I'm not telling anyone how to grieve. I'm just mm -hmm. expressing the way I have grieved. Um, I lost my son, Bo, Christmas. It's going to be 15 years ago um, on Christmas Day. And so I, you know, I lost my mother, my grandparents, my husband, my baby. So I have my business partner, Stephen. Um, so I have gone through a lot of, of loss, but I also have had a million miracles and fabulous things happen to me. So I, I am very blessed in a lot. I, yes, these things have been tragic and terribly sad, but I, you know, I have amazing children and I love my work and I, I love my life. And I started a, uh, a garden with my friend, Lisa Zimmer at uh, the uh, Edna McGuire school in Mill Valley after Bo passed away. Um, and it's an outdoor classroom and garden and fruit orchard. And so it's, nutrition and education are incredibly important to me and I feel that if kids from a very young age you know kindergarten first grade are taught how to grow you know vegetables and pick fruit and, and cook with it they're going to be much more inclined as they grow older to eat healthily you know and they also it's always like you know they'll try it at school or with someone else and not their parents you know <laughs> they'll eat salad that they normally wouldn't eat but so um, that's called the baby, the Bo Friedman um, Outdoor Classroom. And then I started an educational fund at the Northern Lights School in Oakland, California, which is a predominantly uh, a minority uh, private school. And the kids are there 90% um, on uh, scholarship. And so we, they survive solely on grants and donations. And there's a, every year a celebrity golf tournament that my husband played in and Bo's twin, Ben, uh, played, oh. plays in. And so last October, you know, in October, Ben raised $36,000 for his twin and his daddy's foundation. So oh. I'm, you know, he's raised over $100,000 in the last five years, which, you know, I think is also really great from a young age. My son has learned to give back and to, you know, help others. And I think that, I think doing that type of thing will lead to a healthier, happier, emotional life just because, you know, we get very self-absorbed in, in how we live our life. And if we can give back, I think it does make a difference, especially, you know, when you're grieving, I, I don't want anyone to forget my husband or my, or my son, Bo. I want them yeah. to be remembered. And, and, and if we can help others, you know, my son, you know, after he raised the last, you know, 36,000. I just said, Ben, you're so amazing. I'm so proud. And he's like, mom, I played golf today. Who cares? I, you know, and I go, <laughs> well, guess who cares? The three kids that are going to get to go to private school for an entire year. Yeah. They, they care and their families care and their community cares. And that trickles down into, you know, making the world a better place, which I aspire to do every day. I love that. Wow. That is a powerful story. And yeah, there's a lot of, sounds like a lot of heartbreak, but also a lot of beauty and um, you made the best of it. And so I do have some questions on that side, but you, so you, you currently are a celebrity makeup artist and I would love to just hear like, how did your love for makeup begin and what made you inspired to start the brand pretty girl makeup? Well, I was pretty much a tomboy when I was growing up and, but then my mom, um, was diagnosed with, with uh, brain cancer when I was like eight. 
And so, I don't know, I think I was probably around 12 or so. Um, she was going out to dinner with my dad and she wasn't feeling great about her skin and she had lost her hair. And so I, I was, I said, I don't even know where this came from, but I'm like, oh, mom, I'll, I'll do your makeup and fix you up. I had no idea what I was doing, but miraculously, she looked so much better. She looked like her old self. And, and what that touched me so much was how much it made her feel better looking mm. like the best version of herself, which is kind of like my motto. I want everyone to look and feel like the best versions of themselves. So I, I just remember that felt really great to do. And then I started doing, you know, friends and and then it led to doing some weddings and working with some photographers. And then I don't even know how it happened, but I miraculously got an agent and, you know, started doing photo shoots. And, and then I, as a mother of, you know, all these kids, I'm constantly drinking water. And so it would be like water, lip gloss, water, lip gloss all the time. And I just <laughs> thought, my gosh, can I get a, find a lip gloss that it stays on longer than like three sips? <laughs> so... I created a, uh, with a chemist, I, a beauty chemist, I formulated my lip gloss and I wanted it to be very long lasting and, you know, good for your lips, anti-aging and hydrating. And I wanted it to last. And so, um, I create, it took a lot longer than I expected. <laughs> I'm self-funded. I did it all by myself. So it was very hard. You know, it didn't expand at the rate I had wanted it to. And also I was being a mother and a wife and, so um, that's how it kind of happened. And then I, you know, started adding new, I had a lip plumper, um, I've had lipsticks, I, I've created, I've, the, the brand has changed so much over the years. I've had spa products, candles, um, and they all have funny names. You know, I think, you know, I'm trying to make, I, to me, I love to laugh and I love making people laugh. And so each of my products has a funny name. Um, you know, we have rich husband, private jet, let's go shopping, pretty girl lunch, you know, we have funny names, soulmates, love of my life. Um, and then I've had candles that were like, you know, a gardenia one is camping in a hotel suite. And, you know, I just, I want, if I can make some mom like myself, that's in the car line with all these kids, look at her lip gloss and put it on and just kind of giggle for a second, looking at private jet, <laughs> You know, that's great. I, you yeah, know, I love that. Not taking life so seriously, oh, enjoying I mean, it. Yeah, totally. I mean, every, everything, you know, it's just how we interpret, you know, it's how we choose to make it be happy or not. Happiness is yes. definitely a choice. Yes. And it doesn't always, you know, believe me, I've had my days, many of them, especially since, you know, my husband passed and my son, that I'm just like, down in the dumps and depressed and want to curl up in a ball, but I really just try to be grateful for what the time I had with them, be grateful for what I have and, you know, just, you know, count my blessings. And, and, you know, I just also know that, that it's a fleeting moment, like that I'm mm -hmm. feeling like that. And I just have to just, sometimes I, I know like with grief, especially at the beginning of grief, you are, you can't sleep. And especially for me, it, it, you know, my husband was like an ambient to me. I'd lay next to him and I'd fall asleep. So mm -hmm. after he passed, I, I, I couldn't sleep. You know, I, I just couldn't. I would grab his one of his shirts and like sleep next to it so I could smell him. And, you know, it was really, really hard. And so I, I found out, you know, like if I was too tired or too hungry or didn't exercise or, 
you know, just wasn't in a good place, everything was magnified and seemed so much worse than it really was. Mm. So I was very mindful to be very disciplined. I prayed, I meditated, I hiked, I just did something. And then giving back has helped me like, you know, doing the, these interviews at first, I, you know, the sepsis Alliance asked me to raise awareness after Ken died because of who he was, because of, you know, him being number one in the world with his partner, Rob Seguso, that lives in your town. That's so um, crazy. I know such a small world. So, um, I started doing that and I, because I don't want other people to go through what I, my family and I have gone through. And I feel that it's important to, to give back because helping others does make me feel good. You know, it really does. So, yeah. How would you, would you say giving back or has there been anything else that has helped you balance being a mom, healing from heartbreak and running a successful business? Um, you know, I think it's, I, I work with this healer, Diane, she's in mm. Canada and she's really helped me through this grieving process, but she always says that you can't give an orange unless you have a basket of oranges to give. So translated into normal words, it's like, if you don't take care of yourself, if you don't exercise, if you don't eat well, if you're not rested, mm-hmm. you can't really be a good mother or partner or friend or anything. So, you, you know, it's so crazy that we as women feel guilty about taking time to get our nails done or go for a hike or go yeah. to whatever. Like, do I not deserve one hour out of the day to just, you know, take care of myself and do something I love? Right. So I think it's really important. I think, and also I just know how harsh we can be on ourselves. We would never be this harsh on a friend, you know, Mm -hmm. I would like emotionally beat the hell out of myself. Like I didn't get enough done or, Oh, I'm not successful enough. I haven't made enough money. I haven't done enough. You know, when I started just being a little gentler and kinder to myself, one of my, my friend Diana said to me, you know, I wish you would treat you the way you treat everybody else in the world. And that would be a really wow. piece, good piece of advice that I would give it, uh, my younger self if I was, you know, 20 years old, you know, yeah. be, be kinder to yourself. You know, I think it's important. It is. I love that. I always preach that on the show. It's like, you need to take care of yourself. At least start with like five to 15 minutes of your day, start with you. So you're filling up your cup. So then you can pour from a full cup instead of a half empty cup. Right. hundred percent. You're right. It's true. And I just think, you know, being happy, it's, you know, doing fun things, having something to look forward to keeping your work environment clean and pretty and organized. Um, you know, just, I don't know. I think the world can be so beautiful. I'll buy myself flowers sometimes, or, you know, do something for, I give myself a gift or take myself on a date sometimes, you know, so it's, it's important to do these things. And I enjoy giving people, like I am constantly buying people little gifts because I I don't really want to wait for Christmas. I like giving, if I find a little something, you know, at a store, I'm like, oh, I'm going to get that for that person and give it to them now. So I like doing little Christmas all year round. (laughs) I love that though, because I find with all of these holidays now, People only give back or give gifts only when like there's a calendar holiday to tell you to do so. Yeah, I, I think that's. And then, but then, unfortunately, Christmas comes around and there's not as many presents because I've kind of handed them out. <laughs> hey, you got them throughout the whole year. I would love that. I love yeah, gifts throughout the year. Sure. Oh, that's awesome. I do have a question when it comes to your business because I love sharing 
um, women owned businesses and how you were able to start that up. So I focus a lot on mindset and I don't know about you, but when I was starting my business, I came up with a lot of fears and beliefs and obstacles that I faced. And I was wondering, did you encounter any of those when you launched and started your brand? Any, any beliefs or obstacles, any fears, and how did you overcome that? Of course, there's always self-doubt and, and, you know, feeling insecure and feeling not worthy and all that, but you just have to tell yourself failure is not an option. Um, I think also if you're enjoying what you do, mm. you don't mind doing it 24 seven. So I, I, I've always said to my kids, you know, figure out what you love doing and you would do it even if you weren't getting paid and then figure out how to get paid and then figure out where you want to be. What I enjoy about being a makeup artist, you know, and it's kind of fun for me because, you know, days I'm, well, I'm a CEO every day, but days that I'm on set, um, I like that because I don't want to be in my office seven days a week because that's what happens sometimes when you're running a business. So I do love having days where I can still be creative and work with a team to create something. You know, I, I, I think it makes me be a better business person because I have, you know, change. I, 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 to me, it would be like going to jail, going to a, like a cubicle every day. You know, Mm. I'm really blessed that I can work out of my office in my home. I'm looking out at the water. Um, I can take a minute to make a cup of tea or go to yoga. Like I, 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 but I have created the life I wanted, you know, it doesn't, life doesn't just happen. You have to kind of make it be what you want. Right. Yes. You got to create it and not fall into that victim mindset. Right. And also like, you know, everyone is different. And I think, you know, some people, like my sister, she works for a big, you know, corporation and she loves it. She thinks I'm a weirdo. Like she just doesn't (laughs) understand how my life is so like, where are you going today? And what are you doing? Or you're in your office. Like, how do you run a company and and go on a photo shoot? I'm like, well, there's phones and there's a minute and I deal with things or I don't, you know, it just, you do it. You make it work. (laughs) You know, I don't know any different. Yeah. And I think it also like, because it's a beauty brand, you know, me being a, you know, an active makeup artist, it just, it makes it different. You know, like I, I didn't just have someone else create my brand. I've created it Mm. on my experience as a makeup artist and working with people and seeing what they like and what they need. And I talk about nutrition all the time with my clients, uh, you know, because I feel that beauty comes from the inside out, you know, not drinking a lot of alcohol, green juice, water, vinegar, you know, like all these different things to make you feel good. Because I feel like if you feel good on the inside and you're happy, it shows, it radiates on the camera. Yeah. And people tend to gravitate to you when you have, I know it sounds really weird, but good energy, but it's true. No one wants to be any around anyone that's negative and doom and gloom. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, who wants that? Nobody. Yeah. We sense it. I think our intuitions can feel that when we're around people. That's why you have good vibes and bad vibes from people. And I love that. Just taking care of yourself from the inside out. It's super important. And, you know, you just kind of get into that habit and, and not feeling guilty about taking a minute for yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and I really feel, you know, people, what do you always say? Like, you know, you need your beauty rest. Sleep is. Yeah, your beauty sleep. I heard this really interesting podcast with LeBron James, and he said that he starts his day from like when he's working out, when he's going to take a a nap. He naps all the time. 
and, oh, wow. and he sleeps a lot. And so that's what, you know, your body really rejuvenates and, and you really look different when you've, when you're rested, when you're well-rested, you know? Yeah, I agree. The, the lack of sleep for the hustlers, I don't, I don't really believe it gets you anywhere. You need to be able to rest and refresh. It does. And, and you know, you think, oh, I'm going to have more caffeine, which dehydrates you. Oh, I'll keep going. No, you're not, you're not working at a certain point during the day. Say you're going to work for 15 hours or whatever, something crazy. It's not quality work. I mean, if you're really focused, get it done in a certain amount of time and, and you know, move on. So yeah, I don't know. I, I but that's just my experience. I don't think like I, I hundred percent agree with all of what you said. It works for me. I don't know if it's going to work for everybody else, but no, but I think when you can take care of yourself physically, emotionally, and you know, your body in general, you're going to show up as your best self and that, that overflows into your businesses and into every other area of your life. I agree. Yeah. Um, I know you mentioned a lot about grief and bringing awareness. Um, and I know you've experienced a lot of heartbreak in your life. And I know a lot of the listeners and people in my life actually have experienced a lot of losses this year. And I was wondering if you had any tips on how you were able to handle the grief, heal from it and move on, um, that you could provide some of these listeners. So I was very blessed. My good friend, Eva, took me to a grief camp at uh, Canyon Ranch right after my husband passed. And, you know, I knew, I thought we were going to a spa to lay in the sun and, you know, we were going to grief camp. I wanted to strangle her, but it really was helpful. It was not fun. It was dealing with grief is not something that's pleasant or really anyone wants to deal with. But if you don't deal with it, it just is there. It doesn't go away. And I don't think you, you don't learn to, it's not like you're, you know, go to grief camp and you're over it. You're never mm-hmm. over grief. You learn to manage it and you learn to kind of know that you're going to have a, if you hear a song, it might trigger you or you see something or you hear a voice or something. So I, I remember, you know, after my son died and they had taken him away in this paramedics truck. And every time I saw this paramedic truck in my town, which seemed like I saw it 20 times a day, every time I went in the car, it just killed me. I, it mm-hmm. made me so sad. And I was speaking to someone and I can't remember who, uh, maybe healer or a therapist or something or Fred. And they said, you know what? Why don't you look at that as Bo is trying to say hi, mommy. Oh. And so every time, Oof. instead of feeling sad when you see that truck, you know, think, you know, Bo's just trying to say hi. And so after that happened, I would look forward to seeing it. And then little by little, it was like, wow, I don't see that truck quite as often. So it doesn't, I changed my mindset around it. Instead of it being a negative thing, I would see it, I'd smile and I'd think of my baby. And so now I try, you know, with grief, I just think, try and be grateful for the time that you have with these people. Everyone is, you know, going to die one day. And if you can just be grateful for the time that you have and know, you know, when we, when you pass, you'll go up to heaven, you'll be together again. At least that's what I think mm-hmm. and hope. Um, and that's how, that's how I get through it. And, and, you know, again, enjoying my work, loving my family and my friends um, and helping others. I've tried to have balance in my life to make life a pleasant experience. I love that. And I, I think that is a beautiful reframe. And really being able to take something that had a negative charge and shift your perspective on it to make it 
um, not, you know, to make it more of a positive and make it more of a, a sign, a symbol that your loved one is just reaching out and saying hi and giving you a little yeah. reminder that they're with you. Yeah. I mean, I know my uh, husband is, is with me all the time. You know, I, there's all these little signs, little things he does. Oh. I hear his footsteps upstairs. I hear, I, there's all oh. kinds of stuff going on with him. Songs. I remember right after he died, these songs would come in threes uh, that were, you know, I know he sent to me and it was just, wow. it was so great. I would keep them and photo, you know, screenshot them screenshot them and go okay what do you send me today and you know it's I just tried to I mean obviously it would be so great if they would return him (laughs) yeah send him back Uh, but you know I just have to be grateful for the time I had and it was definitely not enough and I'm sorry I wanted 800 years instead of just eight years but that's what the universe had in store for us a so. part of the plan and you yeah. you said he passed away is it you pronounce it sepsis so sepsis sepsis it's yeah, an you- infection of the blood that uh-huh. attacks all your vital organs so you can have like a cut or an infection like my husband had bronchitis which turned to pneumonia his doctors didn't see him they put him on the wrong medicine so it you know, sepsis, because the, he had been given cough medicine with codeine, which is incredibly dangerous that we don't even realize. If you take cough medicine with codeine and you have an infection and not an antibiotic to counter all of that, your infection is going to grow more because your breathing is slowing down. So the infection just kind of grows. So oh, wow. my husband, from the time he was taking the, the inhaler and the cough medicine with codeine was on life support in 16 hours. So we did, I, we had no idea what sepsis was. Um, as I mentioned, it's an infection of the blood that attacks all your vital organs. You can go to sepsis.org and there's like a little timetable that says time and T is for temperature. You can be incredibly hot or incredibly cold. I is for infection in some place in your body. M is for mental decline. You know, it starts affecting how you're thinking. You're not, they're not able to rouse them and get them moving and okay. it is for excruciating pain. You are, you feel like, you know, you say, oh my God, I think I'm dying. I hurt so much. Well, cause you are. And, and sepsis is one of these things that, you know, we all do this. We say, oh, I'm going to go to bed and I'll feel better in the morning. And if I don't, then I'll go to the hospital or I'll go yeah. to the emergency or the doctor. With sepsis, there is no waiting. You, if you have any of those signs at all, hot, cold, you know, infection, anything, go get a blood test at the emergency or your doctor, and they'll know within 20 minutes if you're septic and they'll put you on an IV antibiotic and, and you'll survive. President Clinton's had it and survived, Whoopi Goldberg. There's all kinds of people. There's 200, they say 240,000 people die a year of sepsis, right? Oh my gosh. So it's, you know, a very powerful, you know, my big strong husband on Wednesday, we called the doctor. Thursday, I rushed him to the emergency. He's on life support. By Monday, all his organs had shut down. All of them. His arms and legs turned black. They said if he survived, they'd have to amputate. And I'm like, if my husband can't golf or drink a beer or, you know, hug his children or hold my hand like this, I don't even know what he would have done to me. So, you know, we knew we had to take him off life support. And, And, you know, he literally couldn't live off the life support. I mean, as soon as we took him off, he, he, he died immediately. Wow. So 
Yeah, it's a it's not something to wait on. So I you have to be your it's another thing I urge people, please, if you don't, you know, when you have a normal cold, and you know, if something feels slightly different, or mm -hmm. extremely different, demand a blood test. I, I met a woman, Melinda, who's now one of my closest friends, she saw an interview like this that I did. And she sent me a note. And I on Facebook of all things, which I never ever respond to usually, but thank God I did. And I just said, get him to the hospital. She goes, I think my husband has sepsis. And so she rushed him there. And, and then she called me, she said, they, they say he doesn't have it. And I said, demand a blood test. And I said, if not, cause I literally will show up and demand it for you. And so she, so she did get the um, blood test and he was septic and he survived. However, two years later, she calls me and she's like, he got sepsis again and he died. And it was literally like two days before of the anniversary of my husband passing. It was so strange. And oh so, you know, it's, it's just something that not to be, you know, I urge people, please just get a test. If you think you have any of those signs. Wow. I, I, it's so sad that I haven't even heard of what that I know. Is. Isn't that remarkable? Like, you know, and, and I think what's great about these type of interviews is, you know, hopefully someone will hear it and they'll have like just a normal organic conversation. Like, Hey, do you know what sepsis is? Have you heard of it? Like, you know, yeah. and because you don't want to lose someone because of, of not knowing or, or, or preventing it, you know, like that's yeah. what I'm hoping from doing these types of things. No, I love this. Let's definitely spread awareness. So you said the main symptoms are temperature, hot or cold, mm -hmm. excruciating pain. Uh, and mental decline. And then um, an infection in some place in your body. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah. T is for temperature. I is for infection. M is for mental decline. And E is for excruciating pain. Wow. And you can go to the sepsis.org website and, and check it out. And just, you know, it's so important if you see anything different in your body, you know, I have friends that like ignore all kinds of things and then it turns into something huge. Mm -hmm. Don't just go to the doctor, make it, get it checked out and, you know, get checked. It's, we really, you don't want to lose life because you didn't go get something checked out. Yeah. It's not worth it. Just take a day. It's not going to get better. You know, if you're. If you've got, just go, you know, if it's nothing fantastic, but if it's something, then let's deal with it before it turns into like something catastrophic. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you. Thank you for spreading this awareness and spreading sure. this message. And I'm, um, I'm glad that we can use this platform to yeah, spread. I'm really grateful. I'm really grateful that I'm able to, to do that. It's so funny to be, you know, going, talking from makeup to <laughs> running a company to, uh, sepsis to grief. <laughs> yeah. But that's your life, right? That's what it your experience is. has it been. Is. And I think it's always important to touch on all of it because it just shows, doesn't matter how successful and happy you may look, look at what you've learned, what, look at what you've overcome and right. it makes you human. All yeah. of us. It's, it's so funny because people will like, you know, see images of you and they think, Oh, your life's so perfect. And it's, you know, that's what I'm showing you. But believe yeah. me, things aren't always perfect. I, I'm very sad. You know, it's the holidays and my husband is a here and my baby, it's the anniversary of his passing. And that's hard. You know, even though, even though I've, you know, I've learned to manage it and, and, and try and be grateful. I don't, I don't want to turn Christmas into like, oh, it's, you know, the day Bo died. 
I don't want it to be that. I, I, mm-hmm. I, you know, I have other kids. It would be so unfair to them to think that the holidays are a terrible time. You know, it's something, oh, mom hates the holidays or, you know, we're not going to put up a tree or we're not going to, you know, that, that would be unfair. And it, it, it's not going to bring them back. So I just try to make it as, as wonderful and beautiful for, for my kids as possible. That's so beautiful. It's a strong woman to do that. And they're so lucky to have you as a mom. And you have a remarkable life journey. Um, what, what would you say is like a key lesson that you've learned along the way that you apply now going forward? I think, uh, you know, setting a goal, I don't know, striving for excellence. I try to be not perfect, but I try mm-hmm. to, you know, do what I enjoy doing. I really love my work. I love running my company. I love doing, I love, you know, my agent will call. I have three and I'm like, and they call, I'm like, yes, whatever. You know, I, you know, I, my agent called the other day and he's like, oh, you're going to do People Magazine next week. I'm like, fantastic. Like, That's you know, awesome. I'm going to do something with the Food Network with Tyler Florence. Amazing. I can't wait. I love Tyler. You know, he's so much fun. So, you know, I've had really a great time on these shoots. I did a TV show with Isaiah Washington. He used to be on Bray's Anatomy. We did a talk show in LA. It was super fun. Um, Roger Lodge is another client of mine in LA. We did a a commercial for Noble Gold. Um, You know, I, you know, I work with um, Bionic Shoes, uh, Good Rider. I'm really blessed to have these really great clients that I, you know, and I've worked with Gucci, Louis Vuitton, the Food Network, you know, Fox. I, I, I mean, I, 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 it's so funny. Sometimes I look at the list of my past clients. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I've done these things. Condoleezza Rice, uh, Hillary Swank, like, you know. That's amazing. So being able to strive for your best self and for success, what would you say are, have been your top success habits that you implement or have implemented to get you to the spot? You know, I have worked, nothing is beneath me. You know, I really try to have a good attitude when I'm working with people. I, you know, I go the extra mile with my clients, you know, if they need a cup of tea or if they want to listen, if they want me to listen, or if they want me to be quiet, I just have to figure out what's going to make them happy Mm. before they get on a set. Um, You know, I, I want people to feel good and I really try to, you know, make things be a happy, positive experience for them. And I love it. Taking care of others. Yeah. It's fun. I enjoy it. And I think, you know, I, you know, I I think whatever you dream that you want to do, you can do it. You just have to tell the, you be very clear on what you want. Yes. Very clear on my goals and, and the things that I want to have happen in my career and in my life. I'm super clear. And I think that's probably the universe will help you. I truly believe if we are clear when we're wishy-washy and like, well, I don't know. I'm not sure. The universe is like, you don't know what the heck you want. So you're going to have nothing. Yeah. You have to be, yeah. Make a decision. Right. And, And also like, there's no wrong decisions. Like if you make one choice and it doesn't work out, well, make a different one. Like mm-hmm. that's, I, I really believe that, you know, you don't know until you try. And I think not trying is failure. Yes. Oh, I love that. It's yeah. in action and decision. Is a decision. Yeah. yeah. Just doing nothing like don't waste. I think probably because of the loss I've had in life. I don't like wasting time. Yeah. You know, I feel like you you're given this day, make the most of it, make it a great day. Do, you know, or if you need a day to just relax then do that. But I think it's important to just set a goal and and strive for it. And 
miracles do happen. And I ask, you know, I ask my angels, I ask the universe all the time. I'm like, Hey, I need help with this help. And it's yeah. amazing. It always works out. It's a co-creation process. We need totally. that guidance and help. I love it. And oh. also like to me, worrying is the biggest waste of time. Because if you think about it, it is praying for bad things to happen because whatever you focus on is what you're going to get. So if you're just focusing on negativity and things being awful, that's what the universe thinks you want to have. <laughs> so yep. if your word, you know, use, select your words wisely and, and, and do it. I love it. I love it. You're, you, you're preaching everything that I, I love to share on this, on this podcast with my clients, because it's so true where your attention goes, energy flows. So focus oh, on what that. it is you want. Yeah. And I heard another thing that was really great. You know, most people say post-traumatic shock, you know, after these awful things, I call it, uh, I like to say it's post-traumatic growth. I feel like these things happened, you know, everyone's like, oh, this happened to me. This happened to me. Well, actually it happened. It might've happened for you. It might be in your best interest. So I'm not saying my husband passing or my son passing was in my best interest, but after those things happened, it opened the door for me to do other, make other choices that just that I wanted to be positive instead of negative. So I let them be positive things. Yes. You know, I'm choosing it to be a good thing. So I love that. Everything is a choice. Well, you have such a remarkable journey and story, and I know we are on a time, little time crunch for you here. Um, Is there anything that you would love to last words that you would love to give the listeners? Oh my gosh, that's a lot. (laughs) I know, but you had, you've given so much. I love it. I just think, you know, figure out what you would do if you weren't getting paid and and enjoy it. And and really every day, wake up and and be excited about like, you know, I, I think it's great to, at the end of the day, have something to look forward to plan a trip or, you know, I don't know, make your life beautiful. Yeah. I just think you can. And and be happy and be in love. Love is the best. Yes. I love love. Well, thank you so much for coming on here, sharing your story, giving us words of inspiration and raising awareness and helping us spread your message even more. Where can the listeners find you and connect with you online? Well, thank you for having me. Um, You can go to christinaflack.com to see my portfolio um, and the website for pretty girl makeup, prettygirlmakeup.com. And let's see, and Instagram is Christina Flack Makeup and Pretty Girl Makeup, P-R-E-T-T-Y-G-I-R-L-M-K-U-P on Instagram. And we're on Facebook and Twitter and yeah, buy some lip gloss. Yes, <laughs> I know. I'm going to get myself some. I'll put all of her, all of her contact links in the show notes so you guys can have a direct access to them. Well, thank, thank you, you so much for sharing. Thank you so much for being on here. Okay. All right, you guys, I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with me and write an Apple iTunes review so I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't following me already, you can find me on Instagram at Tatiana underscore Kuto. I appreciate you so much and cannot wait to see you in the next episode. In the meantime, continue to shine bright and embrace your radiance.